All right, we are recording. Welcome back, everyone, to the Project X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with the other guy, Big Dave. Big Dave, that's right. And today, oh, this this is a subject matter that is near and dear to my heart. Well, that's because you have an addiction, my friend. I have since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be talking about toys. Yes. Um, I guess we're going to be talking about collecting the toys that we once had or once wanted or, or want to collect, or want to collect and that kind of stuff. I, um, before we get into all this about, let's see, this is, this is 2020. So I guess this is about eight years ago. Um, my friend Brody and I, for some reason we were like, Hey, let's, um, uh, you know, let's start doing the the flea market because he'd been doing some stuff like kind of doing some some, yeah. what, some picking along the way, you know, picking up stuff here and there, and like, and so he kind of pulled me into it. Well, I've always loved toys. Like I, when I was a kid, I, I had a lot of toys. I'm an only child. I mean, I had a lot of toys. You I, know, I, I still insist that for Christmas I still get at least a couple. Oh toys. yeah, I know. I, I'm the same. And, and, and it's usually you, it's usually Legos. I was going to say it, you can't see it here, but immediately what, to my left. No, tell you yeah, what, I'm going to well, take a picture <laughs> and I'm going to post it on the Facebook page when we drop yeah, this episode. Um, but immediately to my left is a whole table of Legos that I have purchased in the last few weeks. That and I can you know try to say that. Uh, they're my sons, but they're really for me. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> um, yeah. but, but not only that, but especially with the vintage toys, like I said, anyways, anyways, my, my friend Brody and I had a, had a store for a while. It was uh, that where we were doing vintage toys, you know, from like the seventies and our 60s, 70s, eighties, and even into the nineties, you know, type stuff. Yeah. And I still, I mean, <clears throat> even before getting into that, I had a, a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of a lot of it. You know, I had to learn about some other stuff along the way as well. But um, I, 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 I love that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, is I've sold off a bunch of them in recent years for various reasons. Part of it is the collector mentality in me. What happens is that like... You're a completist. And, and we'll talk about this when we get into some of the specifics of this. Yeah. Of I will get all of something... And then it'll sit around for a year or so. And then I'm like, why do I have this again? Yep. Because it's like, as soon as I have it all, I'm like, all right, that's over. And oh, I'll it's, always it's, say it's about the hunt. It for is. You. It's very much about the hunt. <clears throat> I, and I've done that with a bunch of different things. I like, uh, um, I've got my, I've got one sitting here. It's the first one I've bought in a while, but Marvel Legends. Oh, I was really yeah. into these things several years, like five or six years ago. And I mean, I would like, I mean, I was obsessive. I would, I mean, like if I was near a Target or a Walmart or someplace like that, I mean, I was like, I got to stop and go inside and see if they got anything that I don't have, you know? <laughs> but then after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> and I've sold off most of them, except for some of the figures of, of the, of the, the characters I really like. I know? know the Funko pop oh. stuff is a huge addiction for you. Well, I have, I have in, in recent, in the last year or so, I've really, I love the Funko pops but I've kind of narrowed it down into um, music-related stuff. So I have them, you know, for like, you know, uh, Alice Cooper and, you know, the Guns N' Roses, yeah. the ones that they did there, and, you know, like Freddie Mercury and Elton John, you know, and, and like that kind of, of, of uh, Kurt Cobain, you know, so the yeah. people that I like, I've got a, 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 um, a Joey Ramone over there, I, you know. I have tried to refrain from getting in the, the Funko Pop stuff. I have some. I, I admit right, it. I right. readily have some Funko oh, yeah. Pop, but it's... 
It's like Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, oh, what well, a no, huge, I was with you yeah. when I made you buy those. <laughs> you didn't make me buy those. I wanted those. But when I encouraged you to buy yeah. them, how about that? <laughs> you know, and I've got some other stuff that right, I picked right. up. Um, for a while, I was really into the Todd McFarlane oh, yeah. collectible oh, yeah. stuff. McFarlane Toys yeah. has done some amazing I wish I had them back. The I, 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 I boxed them all up and sold them yeah, on know. eBay. And I'm not going to lie. I made a killing on them. I oh, made yeah. a profit oh, on yeah. every single one oh, of yeah. them. But if I could have my classic 80s horror movie characters right. back, you know, the Jason, the, the Freddy, Freddy uh, the, all yeah, of those, yeah, I, I would... Know. I would love to have those back. Michael Myers, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. I know. Especially the Michael Myers. Right. If somebody wants to, you know, be nice to me and just send me a McFarlane Michael Myers. One of my favorites from that line was the uh, the Crow, the one that from oh, Eric Draven. Oh, that was a know? good one, too. Because there were two different ones. There was one of I can them never was, get my hands on one. Yeah. Well, see, there were two different ones. There was one that was just him. Yeah. But then there was the one that kind of had the little, like, the set where it was the the, the uh, window, yeah. the broken window behind him, you know. And I always loved that. It was a good figure. It was a good sculpt. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And they've gotten kind of pricey. It's they've the- all gotten pricey. <laughs> well, but we'll come to, especially the vintage, there's a, there's some McFarland stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Well, go ahead and start us off with it. I, I grew up, I've always been... My, my grandfather was a mechanic for the okay. state of Kentucky, and he was always working on cars or some kind of equipment or something when we were over there. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of grew up being a car guy. Mm-hmm. And that explains so much. <laughs> I was I was a Hot Wheels guy. Oh, yeah. Hot Wheels are great. Totally yeah. Hot Wheels guy. And I'm like, I'm talking, I had some red line stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, this afternoon, I was kind of going through the red line cars, seeing right. you know, if I recognized anything. And I didn't. This actually kind of made me sick yeah. because I had the Red Baron with the white interior mm-hmm. red line that somebody had handed down to me. I yeah. mean, it was yeah. well-loved. The oh, yeah. paint oh, was yeah. coming off oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. One in rough condition mm-hmm. on eBay was selling for like 7800 bucks right wow. now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I had that car. Yeah. But like I had the... I had the the blazer that had like the actual rubber wheels on it mm-hmm. because at one point they put out a line that had like the plastic wheels. Right. That, that was, that that, was that kind of the standard now, but yeah. The ones that didn't look like the, the a lot of folks aren't going to know what I'm talking about when I say the Krager SS wheels. And mm-hmm. they're kind of the wheels that everybody thinks of classic. It's the five spoke chrome. Right. And that's what the, the Hot Wheels wheels were supposed to be modeled after. It was that five spoke yeah. Krager Super Sport rim because that was the classic hot rod rim and you had the red line era which went up through the mid 70s mm-hmm. and then they pulled the red line off the wheels and it was just a black wheel with that same rim right and that went up to like the 90s and then hot wheels kind of lost their mind and started putting out like some super fantasy stuff and that's kind yeah. of where i lost they got into some wild stuff like uh i know when i was a kid because i collected hot wheels as well they always had was, some weird stuff yeah. you know the dual engine stuff and right. the bubble cars but all of them at that point all of the hot wheels cars were being created by car makers mm-hmm. they were actually recruiting engineers out of Detroit and the major car manufacturers right, to design, right. you know, Hot Wheels cars for them. And they actually made real cars that would work after they built the hot rods and stuff. 
Sorry, I'm checking because of yeah. the weather. No, uh, I get it. <laughs> I got another alert of, of something. We, we've got still, another bad storm. We got through. as we're recording this right now. We have a we have a storm system that's coming across Tennessee, and we have protests going on downtown in Nashville. So it's going to be an interesting evening. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I've got to get out of Davidson County before ten o'clock before when the, the curfew, yeah. curfew hits. I got to get back over into the country yeah. where I belong. So uh, I, I had uh, I talk mean, about Hot Wheels, oh, and I was never a Matchbox guy. Yeah, I had Never a few, a but you know, guy. Matchbox cars. Like when I worked at the Hobby Town, yeah, those were really big, like the Matchbox. Yeah, like there, there, there are serious collectors they, out there of those. About late '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. Matchbox really started stepping up their right, game right. and trying to compete with Hot Wheels because right. they saw the direction Hot Wheels was going in, and they knew that people wanted the classic hot rod type stuff, and that's what they were doing. Right, and that's when I started looking at the. Actually, the stuff I started looking at then was the Revel. Oh yeah, diecast yeah. that were. Oh yeah, it's the one twelve scale or yeah. whatever, or actually it's the one sixty fourth scale something or like something that. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I every once in a while I'll still pick those up. Like yeah. my wife, those got are me, expensive. One of my wife got me one of the Orange County choppers. Oh yeah. Um, in that, um, I bought a lot of the Fast and the Furious cars. Okay. Because I'm in the movie for the cars, not the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> storyline's crap <laughs> on those movies. What are you talking about? It's all it's all car porn. That's all it is. <laughs> yes, I I agree, but. Yeah, Toy, I could never afford the real thing, mm-hmm. so collecting those was kind of sense. my yeah. When I was a kid, I, I had my Hot Wheel phase, yeah. you know, and I had the Hot Wheel City, you know, the little oh, you yeah. know that would fold up. But then I also had the there was another one. It was um, was it the service center or something yeah. like that? And what was cool it is had you the could, elevator on it. Yeah, but what that. was the cool thing about it is that you could like connect them. Yeah, uh, you know, and it was one of those things you had to have one of them elevated, but there was a ramp that would go down, and you could actually get from one to the other, you know, type stuff. Uh, as well as you know, we all had those Hot Wheels tracks, and, and stuff. those would all tie into oh, all I of know. it. And they were all inter- they were all compatible, yeah. every bit of it, and that was what was kind of cool. Um, I, you know, I that was a my neighbor was really big in Hot Wheels. He was yeah. older than me, and he was really into Hot Wheels, and that's kind of where I got into them, you know. And and I did. I had a ton of Hot Wheels at one point. I even had some. You were talking about the the hand me downs from uh, older yeah. cousins. I had, and I wish to God I could still find these. And again, they were well loved and yeah. all kind of stuff. But there was a series of of uh, that they did in the seventies, late seventies, that were Marvel superheroes. So there was like yeah, a human the Marvel torch and there set, was a Spider Man yeah. and a Hulk. You know, it was like a, a van that had Hulk on the side. You know, that kind of stuff. I had the Hulk van at one point. I oh, loved yeah. that thing. And I had a, I had I had those three. I know. But I also had a fascination with those seventies, right? You know, vans with the murals and all that. Right. I, I'm not gonna lie. I still, I kind of <laughs> want one of those vans. And I, I found a couple on Facebook Marketplace yeah. oh, for not a whole lot of money yeah. right now. <laughs> well, you know, going out of that and talking about Marvel, yeah. okay, one of mine, and it's still, like, we all kind of have our holy grails of, yes. of, of whether it's a figure or a line or something like that. We want it. And I finally, I should have, I should have brought them in here. Of course, this is not a visual medium of, you know, being yeah. able to see, but the, you remember the Secret Wars storyline from the mid 80s? Yeah, vaguely. It was, you know. You got to remember in the seventies, we there were Migos. Yeah, that was kind of the whole. You know, in the mid eighties, um, there were the DC Superpowers, which was like their their toy line. It was a Kenner made them. Yeah, and then um, who also and, made the Star Wars? Yes, stuff. they did. They made a lot of stuff. Yeah, Kenner did a lot until they were they were bought out. You know, uh, but 
Um, and I'm, I can't remember if it was, I don't think it was Kenner that made these, but there were these, and they're, they're like five point of articulation. I mean, like, you know, like the elbows don't bend on any of these or anything. You yeah. know, it's just like the arms, the, the, the arms and legs move and the head swivels yeah. and that's it. But there was a line because, um, you know, Marvel was doing the, the secret wars crossover, you know, that was one of their, you know, it was like that mini series it did is where Spider-Man got his black costume yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in the mid-80s, 84, 85, you know, around that time period. And so they had this toy line that they put out with it. And it was kind of, it was weird because some of the characters weren't, that they did, weren't even in the comic, you know, type stuff. Okay. But this is where we got, like, you know, actual, like, three and three-quarter inch Marvel figures um, I think for the first time, I don't think they had done those before, even with the, you know, like the, the, the really low articulation and stuff. It's one of those yeah. things. And I, and I've had, since I was a kid, I had the black suit Spider-Man because that was something that I, you know, I really wanted. Yeah. Uh, I've, and these, and this is the stuff that I've had since I was a kid. I had that one. I had a Dr. Doom. I had a Magneto and I had a daredevil, which was kind of cool. Nice. You know, and those were the only <clears throat> four that I had for the longest time, but my Holy grail of, yeah, things uh-huh. that I wanted out of that for the longest time was in the second series. There was, there was two two series, two waves of these, and then there were a couple of them that were only produced in Europe. Okay, but the one in the side of the second series that I wanted and wanted badly, they made a hobgoblin figure. Oh, which nice! I've always been a big fan of the Green Goblin and Hobgoblin as Spider Man's. Yeah. Spider Man's rogue gal- rogues gallery. I think that you know, Green Goblin is his arch nemesis. There's, yeah, I mean, but Hobgoblin. But Hobgoblin, when he came along in the '80s, kind of redefined. You know, had a whole different take on it. So this was the first Hobgoblin anything that was you know, and I never saw it in stores ever. Okay, so it was one of those things that when I got older, you know, and it's one of those things that back then, if you didn't see it in stores and you didn't happen to, to be lucky and go to a yard sale someday or go to the flea market or something and happen to find some, you didn't find them. Yeah. Um, so when eBay became a thing, you, I started looking for them. You yeah. Know? And the thing is, is they were always, <clears throat> I hadn't quite gotten into trying to get a lot of that stuff yeah you know for the first few years of that and everything it's been in the last 10 years that i was like i really if i'm going to do this this is one of my holy grails if i'm going to have toys from when i was a kid this is one of them and i finally did get one for a decent price that was complete nice. has the glider has the you know has the uh, the shield and everything the pumpkins uh, it didn't have pumpkins that didn't come no. with this 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 was back in the 80s <clears throat> they didn't do that kind of stuff you know it was like yeah. you no know, he came with a glider and he came, they, all of them came with this shield that had these lenticulars, you know, like you move it and it will show different yeah. things or whatever. Um, but he had his cape, you know, I, it was, it was complete. I paid a little bit of money for it, but not as much as some others, there's some others, you know, that there, there was that kind of stuff. And that's been several years ago and the price has gone up quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so that it's, it's nice that I have that. And even when I've purged some stuff, that's been one thing that I'm like, no, I'm, I'm hanging on to that. Um, but yeah, that was those those, and I and I've also picked up some other of those. Like I've picked up a Doc Ock since then, and I think I got a Captain America and a regular Spider Man, the red and blue yeah. as well. Um, just some stuff that I've picked up along the way at flea markets and places where they're not in great shape. But I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get them because you yeah, know, they're here and that kind of stuff. Anyway, that's that's one of well, mine. So since you were we brought yeah. up Kenner, yeah, you know, going back to the Kenner Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff, you know, that was. I was always trying to get, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and right. I had to be very picky about what toys I wanted. I had better real, and one of them I wanted was the Kenner Falcon. 
Oh yeah. Wanted and parents just couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. couldn't get it, and then one of my friends ended up with it. We mm-hmm. went over there. My my parents were friends with their parents, and we went over there for dinner one night. And we walked in. He had the Falcon. Right. And I was just like, yeah. But you know, my wife still actually has some of her first run Kenner Star oh, yeah. Wars. I've got a few stuff. of them still around. I have no idea where mine went to. I uh, I'm going to say this, and quite honestly, I was I was kind of a spoiled kid again, only child. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, I had a ton of Star Wars stuff. I had, I mean, name it. Sarlacc Pit. They didn't make one of those. Yeah, I think they did. No, not back Not back then. I think they have since then. But like... I think they had it with the, the Jabba the Hutt, the cruiser. I don't know. I'll be honest. Once we got into Return of the Jedi, I, was, I wasn't... And I wasn't getting the toys as much. Gotcha. But I had like the Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back stuff. I did have a Millennium Falcon. I wish I had known that because just a couple of years ago I had gotten another Millennium Falcon that um, it wasn't complete, but it was mostly complete. And I sold it along with a bunch of other stuff. I would have just given it to you if I didn't know. <laughs> I hate to say that here on the air. Like, oh, yeah, I would have given you that. But but I, I did, you know, yeah. like... Uh, that, that the the first run Millennium yeah, Falcon yeah. from Kenner was um, kind of my... But I mean, grails. like, I had I had the Death Star. Nice. I mean, I had I had Slave One, you know, and all that. And the thing is, is uh, and I'll get into this. I'll tell the story at the end of this sure. about uh, about a bunch of my toys from when I was a kid. Um, I'll tell you, I, I out of that Star Wars stuff, I did have a Holy Grail that I wanted, and yeah. it wasn't a hard, it wasn't really a, a tough one to get. But there was a, there was one fig, one thing that I wanted that I never had when I was a kid because it was from the empire or from the return of the Jedi stuff. And like I said, it, would, it was the, uh, the rancor. Oh, yeah. and several years ago when I was still doing a lot of the, you know, buying and selling toys and stuff, of course, you know, I met people along the way, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm looking for this. Hey, I'm looking for that, blah, blah, blah. One of the guys, um, that, that I was kind of doing, he was really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. And, and yeah. I would find stuff here and there. And I found a, um, a Kang, like the robot, that, oh, that he would nice. go in, you yeah. know, and I and I found it at like a thrift store, you know, and um, and I got in touch with him, like, hey, are you interested in this? You know, and I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. And he just so happened to have a Rancor, and we wound up trading, nice, you know. So I had a Rancor for up until again with all the stuff that a few years ago I got yeah. rid of. Uh, that was one of the the things that I got rid of because it was one of those things. Oh, I've got this, and then I'm like. All right, I've got it. (laughs) (laughs) It it didn't make the cut of these are the things I have to to hang on to, you know. Uh, But that that Rancor from the Return of the Jedi, it it was a great figure. I mean, it was big, you know, and and all that kind of stuff. And um, I do still have a somewhere around here, and I have pictures of my son when I found it because I found it in a thrift store. I've got a um, uh, a Wampa, you know, from Empire, and I've got pictures of my son when he was like a year and a half, two years old or whatever. And he's like holding on to his wampa, like watching TV, you know, nice. and stuff. But it's from that empire, which was another one that I'd never yeah. had when I was, I really love all the Hoth toys yeah. from there. And I did when I was a kid, I had one of the cool things is that Sears would have specials sometimes. Yeah. And they had, they had the first 
ADAP playset. Yeah. And basically what it was was it was a piece of plastic that looked like snow. Yep. And then it was a cardboard ADAP that attached to the back of it. And yeah. I had that when I was a kid. And I wish to God I still had it because those things are worth some serious money now because wow. they all got destroyed. Yeah. There was also a... Um, there was also a... Um, um, a Jawa playset that was like that from yeah. Star Wars. And it was funny because it's the exact same piece of plastic, except it's, it's, it's brown. brown. It looks like yeah. sand instead of snow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it, it came with a pod, like the pod that the, you yeah. know, whereas the other one came with a mini dish, like the, the like the, the radar dish that yeah. shot lasers, you know, or the shot, shot lasers, you know. Um, but yeah, those things were really cool. There's also with that, Sears also had a, with G.I. Joe, yeah. when uh, the first line of G.I. Joe's that came out, and I love G.I. Joe. Like, that's one of them that I still like, I, I still have, like, I have a Storm Shadow from 1984 that I that I got in a big bulk of stuff that I had to put back yeah. together. I've gone back and replaced O-rings and stuff like crazy, you know. But he doesn't have any of his accessories. And so I've been here lately looking for his backpack and his sword and, yeah. you know, and the, the, bow and, the bow and all that kind of stuff. And just those things, like, I found, like, an actual, it's not a repro. It's an actual, like, vintage, you know, yeah. of just the of like one of the swords and, and it's going for like 20 bucks. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, damn dude. Now back in the day I had all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, well, see growing up, my yeah. grandmother, my, my dad's mom, mm. um, she had a lot of my uncle Donnie's toys and all that. Oh yeah. And some, yeah, of, some of the seventies GI Joe's. <laughs> yeah. The big ones. Yeah. The big ones <laughs> with the Kung Fu grip. <laughs> and she, you know, we'd go over there and she'd let right. me play with them. Right. And he found out about it. He was like, no mom, what are right. you doing? Right. Right. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you something like that. Again, I have older cousins. Yeah. And one of the things, and I have one, it's not anywhere near complete, but one of the things I had when I was a kid that I loved playing with was, you know, the, remember the Weebles? Oh, yeah. There was the haunted house. Yeah. And my cousins had that. And so it was one of those things that it migrated to my place eventually, and then it wound up going back over to my aunt's house eventually when I outgrew yeah. boys or whatever. But I always loved that because I've always liked Halloween and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so, but the thing is, is that I have one now. That I got, and it's, it's complete. It's un, you know, it's not complete. Yeah. And I've picked up a couple of the weebles along the way. You know, I got the witch and the boy and the girl, and then there's also a, a ghost, which yeah. is kind of expensive. The witch's hat is real expensive, and I, I'm, I'm trying. I keep trying to find like pieces to yeah. it. Cause I'm like, I can build this over time. I can't afford. You know, there's 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 a there's a great place here locally called Replay Toys where that does you know it's it's basically the the store that Brody and I had eight years ago. Yeah, there's like three of them in the area now that are all doing you well. Are, we were you way were ahead. ahead of your time. <laughs> yeah, and but they had a mostly complete Weeble haunted house. Yeah, and I could not afford the almost three hundred dollars they were asking for. But I'm like, no, that's actually comparable to what you would pay for something like this on. Yeah. You know, and but I'm just looking for pieces now. You know, but yeah. that one is um still that is still one of those holy grails of like one day I am going to have a complete Weebles haunted house. Nice. It's going to cost me some money though. So well, go ahead. <laughs> the reason, you know, going from the GI Joes mm-hmm. to the one I was talking about, the reason that she was right, letting me play right. with them is because um, I also. You know, my folks let me collect Tonka toys. Oh, you remember Tonka? They're huge and metal. Huge and I busted metal. my head wide open, falling out of the bed. Heavy on one, dude, one day. you could not tear these toys up. Mm-mm. But for Christmas one year, they made great weapons, man. For, for <laughs> Christmas one year, I got the Jeep. Yeah. Oh, I never had the Jeep. I had the that. Jeep. You know, where you could change the tires right, and right. had the jack and the gas. But those twelve-inch GI Joes, 
you could put them in the seat of that Jeep and they fit perfect. Mm -hmm. And then my little sisters figured out that, oh, Barbie dolls fit in that Jeep pretty well, too. Yeah. And I would have to go in their room and fight get and get my Jeep, Jeep and, and get it back and be like, quit. Let's be honest, okay? Because I, I don't have siblings, you yeah. know, but I have a cousin who's five years younger than me. You know, she had a lot of Barbie stuff. My next door neighbor had a daughter that was a year older than me or so. She yeah. had a ton of Barbie stuff. Some of that Barbie stuff, especially the accessories, you know, like the the cars and the houses, yeah. and stuff, pretty spectacular stuff. I'll tell you another quote unquote girl toy. The Barbie vet? Oh, yeah. I, know. I wanted to get the vet and then like spray paint that thing black. I'll tell you another one of the quote girl toys yeah. that I always liked when I was a kid was the strawberry shortcake stuff. Because. It, this, they stunk to high heaven after a while. I mean, it's one of those things. After like, a while? Yeah, at first they're like, oh, look, it smells good. Then after a while when you got all these things in a room. It always smelled like the yeah. smelly markers yeah. to me. But some of the accessories and stuff that they had were really cool. You know, I mean, that was... And, and again, mm. my, my cousin had some not... Well, she had some, then my other cousin had some also uh, on my mom's side of the family. Mm. The neighbors had a ton of stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those things you wind up you wind up playing with all this stuff. You know, oh, it's like, yeah. whatever. We played G.I. Joe and we played Barbie, you know. And, of course, this is the three and three-quarter inch G.I. Joe and Star yeah. Wars and all that stuff. But we also, we played Barbie and, and Strawberry Shortcake and Rainbow Bright and all that yeah. stuff from the 80s as well. And it's like, all right, fine, whatever. Um, I still have, I still love Jim and the Holograms. And yeah, I would are, love yeah. to have some of those original figures. And I, ha- I actually got one a couple of years ago. A uh, local place here had one. And I picked it up, and it was uh, it was Kimber, her sister. And you probably have no idea what I'm talking I about know. here. Anyways, but it was one of those. I picked it up, and it wasn't complete. And I started looking for, like, okay, well, she needs the shoes, you know. And, she, blah, blah. and the, the prices on things were just like, oh. And then after a while, I'm like, do I really want Barbies hanging <laughs> Nothing, Nothing, because it's just – but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah. do I really want these is what it came down to. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it was more of the – The hunt. The hunt yeah. than anything. Uh, what I was going to say about the G.I. Joe, though, yeah, with uh, the Sears, uh, the first time that Cobra Commander and any of the Cobra officers and infantry guys were released was in a set that was Sears. It was uh, the Cobra Missile Headquarters or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember that. And it was, again, it was cardboard. Yeah. Um, and it came with those three. It came with a, a Cobra Commander, a Cobra Officer, and a Cobra Infantry yeah. um, a Soldier is basically what it was. And... Um, and I've got them around. I still have them somewhere. Somewhere when I bought some stuff back when we were doing the flea market and everything, yeah. I was going through a box, and there were they all came with file cards, okay, on the back of the, of the yeah. things, you know? Well, the ones that came with those were like, they were the file cards, but you know how you would cut them out on yeah. the back of it? Well, since they weren't on a card, they were just these squares. They had the outline for the file card, but the rest of it was filled in, so it's just like a white background, you know, going out the edge or whatever. I've got all three of those that are not bent. They're not marked up. They're not cut. They're not anything. Wow. <laughs> that are like, and I'm like, I'm going to hang on to these because I know these are going to be hard to come by. Yeah. These originals, you know. Absolutely. Um, a few things like that over the years. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, you I'm actually... Had a toy that I wanted Which one? more than anything, the Evil Knievel wind them up and let them go bike. I did not have the Evil Knievel. I thought you had the Evil no, Knievel. No, it wasn't the Evil Knievel. There was the Evil Knievel, but then there was Team America. Was the ones that okay. that that came out a little later. Yeah, that were basically the Evil Knievel thing, but they were 
whatever. You know, it's I, I didn't w- have the evil Knievel. I, I always wanted. I one, wanted because these commercials would come on almost back to back every Saturday. I, know. That's a, I wanted the evil Knievel wind them up stunt bike, mm-hmm. and I wanted the Stretch Armstrong. Oh, I had. Not the Stretch Armstrong, but I had the Green Monster. Okay. Which, God, yeah. I wish I still had that because those things are worth a ton of money. Here's the thing most people don't know, and I found this out doing the flea market. There was actually, you, know, you had you had Stretch, then you had the Monster, but there was a snake that was produced also. Yeah. Really hard to find. <clears throat> and if you go and look on eBay there, there and, and look at like you know, the completed stuff, there are completed sales on those things. It's not the whole thing. It's not the snake. It's just the head off the snake. Yeah. There's like $400. Yeah. Because they're so hard to find. Um, yeah. That, uh, but yeah, the, I had the Team America. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the, um, the e- actual evil Knievel. Yeah. But I remember revving that thing, you know, and letting it go when they'd fly across and oh, yeah. fall over after two feet because they never worked quite the way that, <laughs> that they did. The evil Knievel ones mm. did. Oh, uh, those yeah, things were, those things, they had huge springs yeah. in them. Huge. I'll tell you, since we were talking about G.I. Joe. Yeah. Back in, um, 2008, G.I. Joe line was released in, um, 1983. In 2008, they put out a 25th anniversary uh, line. And of course, you know, they updated them a little bit, but they still had like the same modeling, you know, as far as, yeah. and you can still find some of them around, you know, that kind of stuff. Two things out of that, they put out these, these, these sets, they would come with several different figures yeah. and, uh, they would, but then they would also come with these pieces that you could put together to form. Uh, and they would come with a DVD and they would also come with that, you know, would form and you could make the mass machine from the original, the, the GI, cause GI Joe, when it first premiered on television, it was, it were pre- premiered in, um, a, uh, a five part mini series. Yeah. It was the mass device. Yeah. Where they were, you know, type thing. Well, they made one finally. They had never made one before, you know, like back in the day or whatever. So they made this for the 25th anniversary. And then it also, in the second series, it was the weather, it was um, the Revenge of Cobra or whatever, but it was this thing called the Weather Dominator. That yeah, they had. I remember and that. And that was part of, you could get that also. Well, I have both of those finally. Oh, like it wow. took me a long time to, to get them, you know, because I, I, I had purchased parts of them and couldn't find you know complete you know i couldn't like there was five different sets and like you know i could find like two or three of them or whatever and yeah. i couldn't find other ones and and you know at different points i'm like oh but i finally did get one and i've that's another thing i've held on to because it's like no this is going back to my oh, childhood here nice. of having this same thing where they put out the unicron yeah. from uh back in the early 2000s they've done several of them and last year man they announced this really great unicron by i forget which toy company it is but it's like 500 dollars. oh good it's grief. huge though i mean it's like three foot tall and i mean just like it's this <laughs> huge thing you know and it is transformable yeah. you know and I, but i was like if i had the money i would do it because i always loved unicron that was <laughs> speaking of transforming okay here we go transformers yes love transformers and I remember when they came out, and I wanted one, 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 mm-hmm. one, and I always wanted Optimus Prime. Yeah, with the full trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up with Megatron. Okay, the it was the, the it was the original. It was the one that would fold up into, into a gun, yeah, into the Walther P thirty eight, yeah, and you know, and people got really upset about it because it really looked like one. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It really did, and it had metal parts yeah, on had, it and well, everything. I had one, yeah, I know. Um, a, and yeah, I enjoyed it, but it was you know it folded not, up and it was yeah. and it was a gun. 
mm-hmm. you know, with the scope on it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was upset about it. Now I understand why it was. It was right. da- my dad trying to understand right, right. why I wanted to play with this crap. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a gun. It's, it's a, a gun. Yeah. And he was a he was a collector and a shooter and all that. So it was kind of his way of you know, mm-hmm. trying to understand. And, right, and it, right. he was like, no, this is a Walter P 38, you know, mm-hmm. and like really trying to explain the history behind the pistol, which I know now and I appreciate. Right. But I wanted Optimus prime, but I wanted Optimus prime for probably a different reason than everybody else wanted okay. Optimus prime. Optimus prime. When they first, when they did the first gen, the first release, right. you know, in Japan, it was called, he was called convoy. Yeah. <clears throat> in the States, he was Optimus prime. But the model semi truck he was, he was a Freightliner FL86 cab over engine, which was the flat nose semi truck. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same semi truck that was in the show BJ and the Bear. Oh, nice. Do you remember that show? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember BJ and the Bear. And yeah. the coloring on, on both Optimus and the truck was about the same. And they kind of overlapped. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because they were. They were. BJ and the red. The, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. BJ and the Bear was basically from like 78 to 81, 82. There, yeah. And Optimus Prime came out. In 82 is yeah. when there was a release, so yeah. It was... It was no, 84. <clears throat> they were released in 84. They were very yeah. close together. Yeah. Well, so the whole thing is Takara did them originally in, yeah. in Japan, and they had and been out for Hasbro a while. And it was here in the U.S. Right, they, they licensed them. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a really interesting... Like, between Transformers and GoBots, you know, everybody talks about GoBots. GoBots came out first. They did. And, yeah. and, and they basically, Transformers ripped off everything from GoBots. Uh, you know, I mean, because it's one of those things that they basically have the same backstory. Yeah. You know, for the cartoons and everything. And, you know, and GoBots, yeah, they, they weren't as cool as, uh, you know, as the, as the Transformers. Yeah. Uh, I had a bunch of them. Yeah, I, I loved. I would play with them together. You know, oh, it was yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. Because GoBots were the first ones I saw, and then all of a sudden Transformers, and it was like, okay, now it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was but, a Transformer that I'd never had that I wanted. Yeah. Um, now, I I went through my attic about it was about, it was in two thousand one. I remember this. Like, yeah. I, and this is when eBay was kind of really in its heyday. You know, before things really kind of, yeah, they, they got oversaturated basically. Yeah. And I went through <clears throat> all of my old toys and wound up selling the vast majority of them. Actually, yeah, the vast majority of them. And um, I made quite a bit of money yeah, oh, on yeah. those because I, because I always took care of my toys. You know, they might have been played with. You know, and like the stickers might be, you know, yeah mess up or whatever but the thing is the toys were all in good shape like, yeah i didn't i like i was one of those people i had shelves in my room like a whole wall of shelves and it was one of those things that if i wasn't playing with the toy i had it set up on the on the yeah. shelf with all of its accessories all of the everything well, you know, was, I, I hung on to all that stuff that was know? like my hot wheels i had yeah. i had the actual hot wheels cases for them right and I would get out in the dirt and I would play with them. But when I bring them in, I'd go in the bathroom into the sink and I'd wash them. Oh yeah, and yeah, put them, yeah. you know, dry well, them and put them back in the in the cases. The, the two things from that Transformers, my my Transformers toys that I wish I still had. One of them was Shockwave. Yeah, uh, you know, which again it was a laser gun. You know, it was purple and you know yeah. and like actually made noises and you know <clears throat> the arm lit up. Which again was from a different toy line that Hasbro licensed and brought it in. Yeah. And it, what's funny is there's a ton of knockoffs, what those called knockoffs of them, which are kind of are and kind of aren't. They all look the same, but they all have different color schemes, yeah. basically. The other one 
and I had a, had had it complete. All the pieces, all everything, was Devastator, which was the the, oh. the Constructicons, which would make it was the big green, you know, yeah. robot, you know. With I had all of it, and that thing is expensive as crap these days. <laughs> I, I wanted Optimus. I, yeah. I, I I now appreciate have having had Megatron. I'm sure yeah. in all my stuff, I've still got him somewhere. Hey, that Megatron's. Worth a pretty penny. These I hope days, I still so, have yeah. it at this point, and, and I'll probably find out when Mom decides yeah. to move and make me come get all my stuff. Um, but I also, oh, I can't think of his name right now. The tape recorder. Oh, shock! Um, uh, Soundwave. Soundwave. Yeah. A few years ago, I got one. Um, whenever I was doing all that stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, but he had the tape, the cassette right. tapes that would come out and you had like rumble and ravage and, yeah. you know, and uh, laser beak and all those that would turn into different, like one of them was a bird, one of them was a yep. robot. There was two different birds, two different robots and a, uh, uh, a, a dog, you know, yeah. it was a, it was a, um, Doberman. That turn into, <laughs> it, you know? it was funny cause we were getting ready for the show and I actually saw a meme on Facebook today where it's him standing over a guy and the, the guy goes, what's a cassette? Oh, yeah. and, he go, and it shows a shot of him and he looks completely surprised right. and goes oh god I'm old yeah exactly exactly Transformers man oh the, those things are still they were made well yeah and if they weren't abused they're still in really good like they're still very transformable like very you yes, know everything these very days much so. every once in a while I'll, I'll still run across random like you know, at yard, I still love going to yard sales and you know, the flea market and stuff. And every once in a while, I'll run across something like that where I'm like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind this, doing some you know? yard doing yard sales and yeah. all that." But I don't like getting up on Saturdays. Yeah, and you have to, you have to yeah. get up early because if you don't get out there early, all the good stuff's going to be gone. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Also, we, we may have to do that at some point also, just for the fun of it. We're in an age now where. For the most part, everybody knows that their stuff's worth something, and so they're trying to get retail value out of, yeah. of everything. Whereas, you know, I I have gone to yard sales before and spent ten bucks and come away with toys or video games or something that are worth a whole lot more than that. Oh, and uh, but that that's one of them that's on my list. Oh yeah, is Atari twenty six hundred. Oh really? I have. I, I got one. I'll sell you cheap. <laughs> Well, it's and he, and with a ton of games. <laughs> I, I may take you up on okay. it <laughs> because coming up, you know, Atari Twenty Six Hundred right. was a huge thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And once that again, that was our first home entertainment system. Yeah, I mean, that was like when, when the Atari Twenty Six Hundred well, became. Oh, somebody had it, whether it was a friend or a family or member, or whatever. It was like you became obsessed with it. So go ahead. I, I actually may have something that's more collectible. Oh, what do you got? Because growing up, you know, you have we, the Odyssey. No, 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 no. Hmm. Sears actually mm. licensed Atari 2600 right, right. and then had Atari put the Sears label right, where it was right, an Atari. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I have one of the Sears white that because that's what mom and dad bought us. Right. With all the games. My cousins had one of those. And that was a- occasionally I will, you know, like in a thrift store somewhere, mm-hmm. I'll run across like a bowl of like old Atari games. Oh, yeah. For like a dime a piece. I know. I know and I snap them up in oh, a heartbeat. Yeah. I take them home. I'll even go so far as to kind of ease them open and like oh, yeah, take a can of air yeah. and mm. and see if they play or not. I'll tell you the best way to clean those things, <clears throat> yeah, um, especially the ones that have the exposed chip, yeah, is uh, rubbing alcohol in a Q-tip. Yeah, that's the best way. And, and the thing is, is let them dry completely before you. Oh yeah, before you, no, you know, absolutely. Because it's a, uh, but I, I've I, done plenty of that with those and with Nintendo games and all that kind of stuff. So. I spent so much time as a kid playing that thing. Oh yeah, uh, you know, Asteroids, oh, Pac Man. What was your favorite game Frog- out of all of them? Uh, Missile Command. 
That's a good one. I had two games that I love. Actually, I had three games. Missile that I Command loved. and probably Frogger. Yeah, I had three games that I loved on the Atari. Oh, Cubert. Oh, I forgot about Cubert. The Atari Cubert was actually really good. Yeah, it okay. really was. Uh, my first one was an actual Atari game, which was Yars Revenge. Mm. I mm-hmm. love that game. I still I have one of the plug and play nice. now. You know that that they came out with back in the early two thousands. Got like ten games on it or something. Yeah, and Yars Revenge is one of them. And I will still sit and play the hell out of that Joust. game. Joust. Joust was a good one. Yeah. My other one, and I have a complete one now. I mean, I have the box and everything. Really? Is the Spider-Man game. Now, I had that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Of course, you know, we didn't keep boxes. I usually kept the manuals, but the boxes went away. Oh, yeah. Check that thing. Speaking of which, I I have a Frogger complete also in the box. Do you really? Uh, I do. Uh, I've picked up some stuff over the years. Nice. Like, my other game... It was an Activision game, and it was a late model Activision mm. game. Okay, Pitfall. Pitfall was a great. I uh, love Pitfall. But my favorite is this is a song. It was a song. It was a game called um, um, Beam Rider. I don't think I remember exactly. That one. You don't. It's a but it's a game that I got like <clears throat> late, like after the crash. Everybody in '83, the video game market, especially the home video game market, crashed because yeah. of oversaturation. There were a bunch of like really bad games that were put out, and people just stopped. You know, the whole the whole e. thing. With, yeah, ET was had yeah. a lot to do with it. The uh, before the Nintendo Entertainment System. The reason it's called the Nintendo Entertainment System is because the video game, like the home video game market, had crashed so badly that retailers didn't want anything that said video game on it yep so nintendo didn't put video game they put entertainment system on it and of course we all know what happened with the nintendo you know it oh, re- yep. that it re- it basically saved the home console uh, market yeah you know? absolutely but um the thing is i got like i said it was an activision game it's called beam rider and i got it I don't know, in the mid-80s. It was after everything. I remember because the thing is you would go in and like talk about Pitfall, okay? You couldn't find it. I remember when I finally got a copy of Pitfall. I was in Huntsville, Alabama at my aunt and uncle's house, and we had gone down there for the weekend or whatever, and we went to some place, some toy store or whatever, looking to see if they had it. We finally found it. Couldn't find it anywhere in Nashville. Finally found it. You know, we had taken, they they had an Atari, you know, we had one. And so my dad bought it for me, you know, and we Spent the whole weekend playing it, you know. Oh yeah, and then it came back home, and I spent like a month playing that game. And then before I finally realized, oh, there's no end to this; it just keeps going and going. Well, that was part of the brilliance of it. Yeah, but um, the see, we didn't we didn't have that game. That's one that I wanted. oh really? I think if, I, if, I, got a, I think I got a box copy of that also. Really? I <laughs> oh, here we go. You, you've seen my box copies of Nintendo games. Yeah. I've got some like, there's what's called the black box, you know, like the, yeah. those, those early ones, you know, like Mario and, you know, Excite Bike. I've got a ton Ooh, of those. Wait, wait, you have a Excite Bike? I do have an Excite Bike. Yes, I do. Dude, I've we, got a box copy of it. In can there. we play Excite Bike? If you want. That was like, my, I love Excite Bike. That was my favorite video game in the arcade. That was, I, dude, I was an arcade man. I used to, let's put it this way. When that game was out back yeah. in the mid '80s or whatever, if you had come anywhere around here that had one of those, you would have seen my initials on that board oh. somewhere. Oh <laughs> so yeah, like, usually towards the top. I yeah, was really too. good at yeah. it. So, um, it, it, there was an arcade in the mall uh-huh. in, in Effingham where we lived at, and I miss arcades. Man. Oh, I, I know too. we actually have one up here, but I don't like everyone to go to the mall again. No, so it's <laughs> but if, if you had passed and played on that game. Mm-hmm. If it's still there, my initials, I guarantee you, are oh, still yeah, at the top. Yeah. 
Even so. even all that's how much I, I I lost so much money in that stupid machine. Yeah. Anyways, what I was saying, Beam Rider was yeah. this game. Sorry, that, I keep, no, 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 it was a late like it came out late. You, you said excited you know? bike, I and know, I was I know it was it came out late in the run. Yeah, and I got it. And the thing is, is that I got rid of all that stuff years ago, you know. And then I wound up several years back going and like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get these games. Well, Beam Rider because it was a late cycle game. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, was worth a lot of money, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And of course, I didn't have it, and I wound up getting a copy of it eventually. I, I got it for a price that I was okay with. <laughs> I'll just say okay with. Um, and I played it again, and like, yeah, it was actually still as good as I remembered it being, you know, nice. kind of stuff. But I've kind of gotten away from that Atari stuff now. I mean, it's just. Biscuit, I, Biscuit still loves it. Apparently, I, I still love the Atari just for the. The nostalgia of it, the, mm-hmm. the simplicity of it, oh, the, yeah. the eight bit quality Dude, of it. It's, it's it's a joystick and a yeah. button. Yeah, that's it. Now, what was cool? I don't know if you remember, if you had this game or not. You remember when um, uh, Spy Hunter came to the Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Vaguely. Okay, I got it. And what was cool is it came with this little tray. Okay, and what you did was that because you had to have two buttons. Yeah. So what it did was that this tray you would put. There, there was Velcro, you know, put yeah. on the bottom of the, of the controllers, and you'd put one in the bottom and one in the top, and you'd, and you'd plug it into the port one and the port two. Yeah. And basically what it was was the second one, the way that you put it in there, the buttons were right there next to each other. Yeah. And so you would play with the joystick on the bottom, you know, hold it with the joystick, yeah. and you could use those both of those buttons. Nice. Uh, because one of them was like, one of them was firing and one of them was go or something yeah. like that. You know, was like, so that was kind of cool that they, they were like, oh, we're, we're doing this workaround. You know, it's kind of like with the, with the, the Qbert. Because it worked on a diagonal axis, you yeah. had to hold it diagonally with the button at the very top, and yeah. you know, and or maybe it's at the bottom or whatever. But it was one of those things where you held no, it. No, it was a button at the top. It was, yeah, you held it at an angle, basically, yeah. where it was like a di- you know, like the diamond shape, yeah. you know, was a point up. Anyway, so what do you got? Well, well I think we've done. You still got more? You oh, got I, I could go on for hours. Like about what, <laughs> what else you got? I've, I've kind of gone the I'll last you, two. I'll tell you one of my holy grails that I have yet to get. Okay, and. I've come close to pulling the trigger a couple of times, but as time has gone on, they keep it keeps getting more and more expensive, <laughs> and I can't justify it. Yeah. Even though, like I said, I've come close to pulling the trigger a couple of times. Back in the late seventies, there was a line of toys. It was the Shogun Warriors that came. Oh, out Oh no, I know exactly what okay. you're talking about. So yeah, they were like they were about two foot tall, something yeah. like two or three feet tall, you know, and, and they had, and it was really cool because this was in the days before there was all the child safety stuff where like the fingers would actually shoot missiles, you know, and different stuff like that. And they yeah. were all these big robots. They were out of Japan, <clears throat> but they produced a Godzilla in that line that is in the same scale. Yeah. And like he, like his arm, like his hand shoots off of his, it was know, like, it was like almost a precursor to the Kaiju and the, yeah, it was, but it was one of those things that like, I never got one of those. I love Godzilla. I, when I was a kid, especially Godzilla was like, I love King Kong and Godzilla. I loved all those, those Mothra. movies. Mothra. Yeah. I would, man, if there was a marathon on a Saturday oh, afternoon, watch it right that's now. where I, I, yeah, exactly. Oh, have you seen the, the Toho collection? What? There is a collection out that, that came out about, I think it was back in the first of the year. It's called the Toho Collection. It's all of those Godzilla <sighs> movies in one box. 
How much is it? I don't know off the top of my head. I, I, I seem to remember it's rather pricey, but I'm still like, I kind of want to get this. So. <laughs> uh, oh, what's that? Oh, what's going on? Uh, I know um, we, we keep. Uh, sorry, storm. Yes, yeah, well, the storms is, is kind of we're keeping an eye on it. Anyway, but yeah, this this Godzilla from that line Ooh. is something that I'm I've I've been looking for for years and yeah. just haven't been haven't I haven't. <clears throat> I've had the money a couple of times, but I've second guessed it because it is rather they are rather pricey. You know? What kind of a ballpark are we talking? Here? Uh, you could get one that might be like he had this. Or he had this quote unquote fire tongue. It was basically yeah. a piece of you know like cardboard that would like he had a little. Uh, there was a lever on the back of his yeah. head. You could pull it down, and the tongue would come out. A lot of times, those levers are broken off. Yeah. And he also had wheels on his feet. Yeah, a lot of time the wheels are missing. The wheels are missing. Something that's missing, like the the lever or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, is still hovering around a hundred dollars. I was gonna guess two or three hundred bucks when for you, a good one. When you get into the ones that aren't missing the levers, that have the fire, yeah. the cardboard that's in good shape, that have you know the, the the quote unquote skates on the feet, and especially if you find one that's got a box. That's when you're getting in the north of two fifty, three hundred dollars yeah. somewhere. Um, I haven't checked recently. I you can get one that's in fairly decent shape. That's got all that stuff. You know, you're looking in the one twenty five to one fifty range. You know, yeah. it, not not perfect, but yeah, you know, yeah. that's still a lot of money to yeah. <laughs> for a toy that's going to sit on the shelf over there, basically. You know, yeah. but that is one of my holy grails of. Mm, yeah, okay. I can get that. I have one more similar. Um, one of my favorite, very short-lived toy lines from um, the late '80s or the mid '80s was the Inhumanoids. Okay, and yeah, there was a cartoon. There was only like 13 episodes or I think something I like that. Yeah, remember that. they were really kind of cool. I've got a. You know, I, I don't have it here, but I, I, um, yeah, you've seen. You remember the Metlar that I had? Like it was like the big demon-looking thing. He's yeah, about this tall. That was so. sitting on top of. That was in the front room and the band room for the longest time. Yeah, I think that's so. part of it. Okay, okay. Uh, the 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 toys and <clears throat> like the other toys are probably about twelve inches tall or so. I mean, they're pretty good size. Gotcha. You know, um, I had quite a few of them. You know, when they when they came out, I had the Metlar and then I had a few of the other figures, but there was two other. Um, of the big, the big monsters. There was tendril, tendril, which was like this big plant monster. Yeah. And then there was decompose, and decompose is got like this weird skull, and he's got a, a rib cage that opens up that you could put. I think I remember yeah. this one. Okay, so at one point in the mid two thousands, I got a complete set of all of these off of eBay. And this is before the prices really started, you know, going up. Because a lot of those 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 short-lived toy lines like that or sectors or you know uh, visionaries or some yeah. of that stuff, they're because they they weren't bought as much. They're kind of hard to come by, you know. Yeah. Those, the the one that I'm talking about that I really want like, to get again that I always wanted as a kid but never got. But then I got it when I was an adult and then got rid of them. And now I'm like I really wish I'd hung on that one was decompose. Because he is very monstrous. Yeah, that decomposed figure is one that yeah. I've like. But the thing is, is now it's in that $150, $200 range, yeah. you know? And I'm like, I can't quite bring myself to... I have one more. I know I said one, but I have one more of, of that. I've got, I've got two more. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, um, Actually, you want coffee? Uh, I think there's a little left. I'm good right now. Okay. Okay, I don't... 
kind of in the early 80s, there was a comp- toy company called Shaper. S-C-H-A-P-E-R. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Stompers. Yes. Stompers 4 oh, by 4s dude. I had a bunch of those when I was a kid. Oh, I had a ton of them. Yeah. I had the blue Ford Bronco, and I had the Jeep Honcho. Now, did you have any of the play sets? No. Because, you know, there was like... I had something better. Okay. I had a father that was a mechanical engineer nice. mm-hmm. and his friends that worked in the same industry. And, you know, at, in the second gen, do you remember they put out an actual truck pulling sled? Yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because people like my father and all that had figured out how to actually basically hack the stompers. Oh, yeah. You know, when it was a little truck, it was a motorized mm-hmm. truck. Put a battery it, in it. It yeah. took one double A, right. and you turned it on. Mm-hmm. And, and it would go and, over just about anything. And it had like the soft foam wheels That's on it. That's what I was getting ready to say. You yeah. could replace the wheels. You yeah. know, there were it was some really cool stuff yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason they put out that truck pulling sled mm-hmm. is because in the first gen, yeah, kids loved them, but adult men loved oh, I know, them also. I know. <laughs> and... They started figuring out how to hack them mm-hmm. and figuring out how to actually like overdrive the engines. And my dad, along with some of his friends, had taken a plastic box and actually wired up a controller. Mm-hmm. So you had a button for on or off. You had a variable speed control. Right. And then you had a battery pack for eight double A's. Nice. So you could take a, a dowel that was cut down to the size of a double A. And you would put that dowel in there with a positive and a negative blade Mm -hmm. so that it's touching the connectors on either end to get to the engine. Mm -hmm. And you'd drill a hole in the top of the vehicle so you could run the cable out. And now you could take this thing and actually overdrive the engine (laughs) on these things. And grown men were building building their own truck pulling sleds. And they were Mm -hmm. like having competitions at like the, you know, the... At the, at the hobby shops. Yeah, at the I know. hobby shops That's, and all that. uh, I remember my um, my uncle always playing. Like, yeah. like, he was always looking at him like, I think we can, you know, he was always looking at him. You oh, know, yeah. like, kind of, so my dad was always kind of looking at him a little bit like, this is pretty interesting, you know, type stuff. And, and, and they had figured out how to take the axles off and like build their own wheels. And they, instead mm-hmm. of having like the little bitty, you know, skinny wheels, they would actually make wheels that were like two inches long, yeah, three wow. inches long, and, like, put extra <laughs> yeah. foam on them to get extra traction. Well, you remember they came out with some that, like, would go in the water. Yeah. You remember that? And they had, like, the paddle wheels, yeah. basically, that they would put on them and stuff. Those are, those are pretty neat, too. But it started out with Shaper, mm-hmm. and then Shaper sold it to another company, and they kind of messed it up, and then yeah, they sold it yeah. to another company who messed it up further, who sold it to another company, and that's when they That's usually away. what happens with all this thing. But I loved my Stompers. I wish I still had them. Mm-hmm. They were they, they were great. Um, I not a lot. I actually have two things to talk about here, but yeah, uh, okay. So, but you know, um, one of the okay, one of the another one of my holy grails. Yeah, okay. Boglins, do you remember Boglins? Boglins, exactly. It's one of the things you see them. You're like, oh yeah, they were these little puppets that came out in the late '80s. Like we were teenagers, early teenagers when they came out. Okay. Okay. And they had these. And if you go and find the commercials on, and matter of fact, on I'll put some commercials for okay. all this stuff up yeah, on yeah, our yeah. you know if you go to our YouTube page I always have some kind of like you know playlist of you can uh, the one that I did for the top 100 of 1984 is complete everything every 100 nice. of those they were are, all there they're all on there I've nice. got I've got I've got something for all of them um, 
the Boglins, though, were these they were these weird little things like, okay, they came in, and the thing is, I don't just want the Boglin itself. I want the packaging because the packaging was uh, it was a it was a box yeah. that had bars on it and stuff and the the boglins were inside of it but the underside of it you could put your hand in there to get into the puppet now the boglins themselves the puppets themselves were freaky as crap yeah because they were very realistic looking and you could not only uh, control like the mouth, but you could control the eyes and make them move oh, and stuff wow and it's not only that they put out two Halloween um, boglins that are the hard ones to find. One of them looks like a skull, like it's painted up black yeah. and white. The other one's painted up look like a pumpkin. Oh. That's the one that's really tough to find. Nice. Uh, and I'm telling you, like, the, just the regular ones, if you find them with the box, you're looking at north of $150. Wow. And you, you find some, you find that, that pumpkin one especially, it's really expensive. And the thing is, again, short-lived... You know, it wasn't around. You know, it was kind of like Mad Balls. You remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got they, some Mad Balls, They keep actually. bringing them back. My son's got one of the new ones actually, around I think somewhere. I get, so, I, yeah. Actually, I think I got a set of Mad Balls yeah. for my wedding from your nice, ex-wife. Nice, Yeah. So it's one of those things that, that you get, you know, those those were always, the th- I always liked these bizarre little, like, you yeah. know, you know, Mad Balls and Boglins and, and humanoids with the big monsters. And I always oh, yeah. loved that. Sectors was one of them I loved. I had almost a complete set of those because okay. they had, I don't know if you remember them or not, but it was all like in- insect type things. It was like I it was an insect so. human yeah. hybrid. That's why I like <clears> the Masters <throat> of the Universe stuff because they always had, you know, some weird, which we're going to get into that here in a minute. Oh, you so, Castle Grayskull. I have a, gra- my son's got one in there right now. I always so, wanted one of those. Have I've, you seen the new one? No. Oh my God, Dave! This thing came out a couple of years ago. They okay. did one. It's massive, and it's not just like that where you know it like it's to open up. You know, like yeah. the old one. This thing has got four sides to it, and it's I mean, yeah, it's oh. really expensive too. And it's oh, it's so nice. And I'm like, nice. I don't have the four hundred dollars. Flop down on this. Four hundred dollars when it came out a few years what ago. I'm sure it's worth more now because wow. they were kind of a limited. It's huge. It's huge and it looks amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I may have to look up pictures. Of that Anyways, later. yeah, Boglins was another one that I love. That I would love. I, I it's on my Mount Rushmore of I have to have this. So my, my last one, it was, it was honestly more for my dad. Mm-hmm. It was dad's toy. Okay, but I got to play with it along with him. Okay. Um, he did HO train Trains, sets. Yes, and we had a huge. I'm talking like you run three trains at once mm-hmm. set, and it was pretty much all Tyco. Nice. HO, yeah, HO. Yep. Which all interchangeable. All you can, they don't make Tyco anymore. Tyco. No, they still make HO, but they don't make the Tyco because I think Tyco went they out make, of business. They make they? HO scale trains. Right. There are companies out there that do HO scale. Right. There are no Tyco. Tyco went out of business, yeah, didn't they? Out they of used business. to do remote control cars and stuff as yeah, well. And uh, I, the, the race car sets, the Tyco race car sets were great too. I know? pretty much, I, I'm pretty sure that the majority of mine mm-hmm. is Tyco because I was actually looking at, I was, still on, have them I was on, they're boxed up somewhere. Nice, and nice. at some point, I'm going to break them out and I'm going to put the whole set back together. But they actually yeah. sell the stuff on eBay mm-hmm. and some of the stuff, it, it's not bad. It's no, not. No, no. And I had a GI Joe. It was a Tyco that came with a cool little mat that sat yeah. down. You know, it was like a, it, it looked like terrain. You know, and, and yeah. it came with these little like blue and green men. What was the green were supposed to be GI Joe? The blue was supposed yeah. to be Cobra. You know, that were like what an inch tall or yeah. something. You know, and it was really kind of cool. But so. it was you know we lived in Kentucky at the time. 
Yeah, it basically took up the entire living room. Oh yeah, which mom, oh, yeah. mom was not happy not about. Not happy about it all. But mm. there was a there was a train set store over in a little, uh, Cave City Parks. I, I forget which mm-hmm. it was one of the it was over there around Mammoth Cave somewhere. Yeah. Of course, the train there was a train track oh, right yeah. next to oh, yeah. the train store. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you actually got to see you know trains come through there. And one of the trains that came through there was uh, L and Louisville and Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it was always a gray engine, gray engine with the yellow lettering and all that. And Dad took one of my engines and painted it, and took it over there and had it custom painted nice. for L and N. So nice. I've got a custom L and N engine. That's awesome. My, so yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to digging through. My That's got to be something the parents of our generation because my dad still like he still says that he wants to have a train room. Like he's got all kinds of them, yeah. You know, and he's, he's he even has like an old Lionel. You know, it's oh, that's the nice. old the O yeah. gauge. You know, and and that was well, some, Lionel's still around. I know. They're still and making Neil Young stuff. Owns them. Yeah. You know, that's he was oh, a, really. I Neil didn't know Young that. Was huge in the Lionel trains, and he bought them back in the nineties because they were having some financial whatever. Nice. He's like, no, 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 and he he invested a bunch of money in it, and because he's a, he's a big collector and that stuff. I mean, there's a huge community out there for yes, it. There is. In fact, there's a there's a museum. Yes, there Model is. Train Museum was it in Clarksville yes. or somewhere? Uh, yes, it is. It's in Clarksville. I haven't had. A ch- I really need to go up and check it out. I haven't had an opportunity to do that yet. Yeah, those things are. Yeah, model trains are. I don't know what it is about that, but model trains will bring out the little boy in a man of any age. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter if they're ninety years old. All of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, I had," and they start talking about the sets yeah. they had and everything. Um, the last one that I have here. Um, it was something I didn't know I wanted, and then I got it, and then I held on to it for a long time, and then I was like, do I really need this? No, I actually, I need the money a lot more than I need to have the toy, okay? Okay. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. There is a holy grail for all collectors on that one. Okay. Um, and I'm going to tell what I've found out from my own research on this as opposed to how it's put out there. Okay. Um, Masters of the Universe. I do a little quick background here. Sure. Mattel had a line of toys in the seventies called Big Jim. Okay. Okay. They were about the same size as the Masters of the Universe stuff, um, and it was Big Jim was kind of like a safari guy, you know, whatever and kind of stuff. Yeah. So when. Um, the, the, the story is that when Conan the Barbarian, the movie was coming out, Mattel had talked to them about doing a line of toys for Conan the Barbarian and it fell through. And then shortly after that, we got Masters of the Universe, He-Man for all of you who don't understand the Masters of the Universe stuff. Yeah. And so, and I think there was actually a lawsuit, if I'm not mistaken, about, hey, you know, you, you, you've ripped off our Conan character for this and, and everything. What they had done is, it's not all of it, but they repurposed some of the Big Jim toys into Masters of the Universe. So, like, um, Battle Cat. Yeah. There is an actual, like, that that mold that they used for the Battle Cat yeah. came straight from Big Jim. There was a character that looked almost identical to Trap Jaw in the Big Jim line. Mm. Like, you had the, where you could take the, the, the different yeah. attachments and had and actually had a metal jaw mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there if you go and look it up, there's... It's like, oh yeah, they repurposed a lot of stuff oh, yeah. from this line over into it. One of, but the toy that collectors go crazy over is what's been called the Wonder Man He Man or the Wonder Bread He Man. Okay. okay. 
And there's a reason for it being called that. Basically, the actual name for it is the Savage He-Man. Okay? Yeah. And it's the same He-Man character, um, the same mold, the body, and everything as the one that you would buy off the shelf. Right. Except for he's got dark brown hair instead of blonde hair. And rather than having like a an orange... Um, um, Loincloth. Loincloth. Yeah, I was going to say banana hammock. Instead of having orange, it's black. And the boots are black rather than yeah. whatever color. I think they're orange also or whatever. It's basically, it's the same figure. It's just got a different paint scheme. Okay? Uh, it didn't come with the little like cross, like the... Uh, vest or whatever it is. Basically the sword end. holder. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come with that. You know, it was basically saying the reason it's called that they call it Wonder Bread He Man is because for years and years there's been this whole thing that it was like it was a giveaway through Wonder Bread. Yeah. Okay. I did some research and that's always kind of been the you know yeah. what it really what I've I've found out because it was kind of, it kind of became an obsession for a little while, you know, of there, there was a Wonder Bread giveaway with some cards, some He-Man branded cards, some kind of card game or whatever that they did a few years later. Yeah. But in the first, the the, the Masters of the Universe stuff came out in '82. In '83, there was a giveaway that was done through department stores, whether it was Toys R Us or Sears yeah. or J.C. Penney's or whatever. And basically, what it was is if you bought. I think it was either two or three figures or whatever. Cut out the proof of purchase like we used to have to do. Oh, yeah. And you sent them back to Mattel. They would send you a Savage He-Man. And it also came with some different accessories that were actually in the Castle Grayskull, like the, the weapons thing. But they yeah. were painted like a maroon color instead. You know, it, it came with some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah, That's where that actually comes from. Okay. It was not a Wonder Bread giveaway. Uh, it was a, it was a you know it was a mail in deal with yeah with Mattel, um, but that I don't know what it is right now. But when I sold mine three two and a half years ago, that particular figure was selling on eBay somewhere around six hundred to six hundred and fifty dollars because they're that rare. Okay. Wow. Um, here's the thing. When I was doing the flea market, yeah, and I didn't even know that this figure existed at the time. Okay. Um, there was um, a lady here in Nashville. They were moving. They were having a sale. They were trying to get rid of like all their kids' stuff, and they and she had like mask, like a whole bunch of stuff of mask, and had Masters of the Universe, and had GI Joe, and and all just all this stuff that you know. And, and yeah. she had kept all of the stuff and even like all of and she and she said you know and it was one of those things she's like yeah you know i had i had two kids and so there there are multiples in here of some of these you know and it was just a ton of figures it was also castle gray skull and yeah. snake mountain mm-hmm. and uh, the slime pit like all this i mean all these these vehicles and play sets and everything and yeah but she when she had packed them away she had put each one of them into a bag with all of their accessories as well as apparently they at some point like the backing boards that yeah. came with she if they didn't have the full thing they had she had at least cut the um to where you had like where it showed the uh, the name you know and everything on the yeah. top of it and that was in there and of course they all came with those little comic books oh yeah all yeah, of yeah. those were in there and they were all and every bag was labeled He Man Skeletor this that blah 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 kind of stuff and I was like I'll take all of the Masters of the Universe stuff and she told me I have one figure in here that I've been had 
people offer me lots and lots of money for, but I don't want to sell the stuff individually. I just want to get it all at one time. Yeah. So I made an offer on the bulk lot well below that figure yeah. of that one. And we sold them in our store, a lot of the stuff. But when I got to that one, I couldn't figure I was like, I don't, I don't, I recognize that it's He-Man, but I don't know what it is. And that's when I found out about the yeah. Savage He-Man. And this, like I said, that was eight years ago. And at that point, it was selling for somewhere around $400. And it just kept going up and yeah. going up. So I had one, even though it was something I didn't, I wasn't actively looking for. I had one for yeah. the longest time, you know. Nice. <laughs> and then sold it because, again, it was a, I could hold on to this, but I really don't. Yeah, like I still I got rid of most of all that stuff that I had. Yeah. A couple of like I all the my initial stuff I sold it years ago. But then through doing the flea market and stuff, I kind of made got a new collection of stuff, you sure. know. And I enjoyed having it for a while and then it was a it was another one of those it's just sitting around. Now, my son has a a, a uh, Castleberry skull in there, but it was, it's just the shell. Like it doesn't have all the pieces and stuff. Yeah. And it was one of those things that again, I picked up at a yard sale for like two or $3. Somebody was like, well, it doesn't have all the pieces. It's just, just the shell. And it's got like maybe one of the platforms yeah. inside or something. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. Give me five bucks. You can have I'm like, sure. Here you go. You know? And it yeah. was, and it was one of those things that I bought it initially. Cause I was going to do something else with it. Like I was going to repurpose it for something else, but it sat around and sat around and sat around. And then one day, like after I get around the rest of the stuff, I hung on to it and Xander found it, and he was like, oh, and he started playing with it, and he still plays with it. So I'm like, hey, fine, that's good, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> it's really cool when mm-hmm. the kids after you, or even, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have kids. And the wife that, and I weren't able to do that, but when your kids right. play with the toys and oh, enjoy the toys that you absolutely. enjoyed. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing with the video games. Yeah, I got Xander playing Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario yeah. Brothers, before anything else, and he loved it. You know, and I worked him through that and a few other games. And that's yeah. what, even on the Switch, like he's got, you know, he plays the Switch quite a bit now, but he's always playing with Mario. Yeah. And Sonic, he got into Sonic. He really got into nice. Sonic. He loves those games, you know. And so, yeah, it's one of those things, especially with that Castle Grayskull, that thing is just so cool looking. Yeah, it really is. what is. it is, you know. I just so, I just thought of one more. Okay, it's not ahead. It's not really a toy, but it, it's, it's along the same lines. I still have... I got into D and D early. Oh, okay. okay. And I got into it, it. I'm not talking about the original D and D. I'm talking right. about second edition D and D. And played that all the way through. And at some point, I sold all my books. And yeah. And I was like, why did I do that? And all I can say is, thank goodness for McKay's used oh, yeah. books because I <laughs> they went got a whole bunch of that stuff. I out went there back right and I bought back. All of my original Gary Gygax mm. cover, oh, yeah. second edition D and D stuff. I didn't get rid of my die. I kept okay. all my die. Yeah. Uh, I still have the Crown Royal bag that I keep the keep the die in your bag of holding. Yeah, um, <laughs> but somebody, um, a, a group that I used to play um, Star Wars D twenty with. Mm-hmm. Um, made me a really nice dye bag, and right. I've got them in that, but they're inside the. He said dye bag, not dime bag. Okay, like, <laughs> dice, dice, dice bag. bag. <laughs> uh, but I, I really enjoyed. I still enjoy playing D anD D, and a lot See, of the I never art, got into that the tabletop but. RPG. Um, 
One thing that goes with that, though, you remember there was a Marvel superhero role-playing game also yeah. that came out. TSR did them yeah. as well and everything. And they had the little the miniatures, you know, the little the pewter, you know? Well, they did the same thing with Dungeons exactly. and Dragons. Well, yeah. I, had, I bought all of those things because yeah. there was a... Uh, my aunt and uncle live in Alabama. There was a bookstore right around like, yeah. the corner from where they lived, and they sold all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's Marvel because I was... I've always been into Marvel. Yeah. And so I had all that stuff and I went through and painted them. You know, some of them were good and some of them weren't, you yeah. know, but it was one of those things I went through and, you know, and I, I did all that stuff. And that was another one when I sold all my toys and stuff, I still had all three sets of them. Nice. And those things went for a ton of money back then. I can only imagine what they're going for no, now. I'm and I was sure. like, wow, this, uh, you know. what one that I got when I got married, mm-hmm. one of the guys that was in that original star Wars D 20, mm-hmm. um, they actually put out a very limited amount of um, Firefly role play. Oh, yeah, they did. I know. And I have one of the original nice. sets. I remember when they put that yeah. that game out, and it didn't, it didn't last very long. No, not at all. There's something else when you said that, because around that same time, they did a, it's a poster. For Firefly, yeah, and I think it actually might have been it might have been with Serenity or something, you know, with the movie, but it was the 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 verse, yeah. you know, and it was a poster of how the uh, the galaxy the galaxy of the verse that they called it was laid out, like yeah. where the central the central core is, yeah, the outlying, you know, the rim, outer rim stuff, and it was it was a gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous poster. It was a limited edition, and I've looked for it a few times over the years, I think, and it's really expensive I now. I think I <laughs> actually have, like, a trifold of that with the game. Oh, yeah? So, That's yeah. cool. So, you know what? I know we could go on about this we all could. night. We could. We're going to come back and do a part two on this because... I've got, I, as I'm sitting here, more and more stuff is coming into my I, head. I think I've basically covered all of mine at this point. Oh, I bet you could go back and think of some other stuff. It's, so. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, let us know about your, um, you know, what it is that your holy grails, you know, the, the toys that you loved growing up, or even some newer stuff. I've got some newer stuff that we didn't even talk about that I'm still like, oh, no, I want this, you know? <laughs> See, um, I, I have other things that I, I mess with and collect right. now. Yeah, and that's fine. And you know, whatever. I've fine. got a buddy of mine right now that's trying to get me into ham radio. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that can get expensive, too. That can so. get expensive, but I have other, other things that I'm yeah, doing. Fair enough. Okay, guys, you can get in touch with us right here. All right, hey, guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project X Pod. Uh, we're also on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Tuned In Radio, and hopefully we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at bigdavexpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at projectxpod, and there's also at bigdavexpod. Uh, we're on Facebook at projectxpodcast, and we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at projectxpodcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. You know, let your friends know if you can't stand us, tell all your enemies, you know, we, you can torture them that way. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right. That's enough. Let's get on with the show. All right. Bye. All right. So, uh, again, we're going to come back to the subject. Yes. Um, uh, we'll do a part two on this at some point because I guarantee you that I know for me personally, I can come I'm back sure, to this I'm one sure with you recalling some of this, I could probably come up with some Exactly. Others. So, you guys, thanks for joining us once again. I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. Have a good week. See ya. See ya.